buried beneath the rubble of time are stories of God's sovereign hand moving in our great nation. Many believers, hopeless, frustrated, and confused, have all but given up on America. But we have faced dark times before, and by divine providence, overcome. So today's story comes to us a little impromptu. As we were recording a special History Makers edition of the podcast with our guest Chad Conley, he was asked if there was a particular character in history that inspired him the most. His answer? Well, first let me tell you that the entire History Maker interview will be available, uh, believe Monday. Uh, Chad is a great guy. You'll want to hear, you'll enjoy hearing his personal story, how he as a Christian uh, has, by God's grace, really been able to make an impact on our nation. So his answer, John Peter Gabriel Muhlenberg. Let's cut over to that clip from the interview to find out why. Is there a particular American patriot that just really speaks to you and still inspires you on a consistent basis? I love a lot of them. I mean, uh, but the one I think I really have come to regard as just the average Joe who I, I, I don't know, I didn't want to say I was a Muhlenberg or anything, but I felt like I was, I could relate to Muhlenberg, and I'll tell the story better than I mm-hmm. could George Washington. You know, what a stud. George Washington, stud. You know, Lincoln and Jefferson and all the, Hamilton and other people. But Muhlenberg, so I was actually here in D.C. on January, the whatever they swore in the new Congress, 1995. Mm-hmm. And I had helped a friend of mine from Charlotte named Sue Meyer get elected. And it was a bunch of us that came up for her inauguration and her swearing in. So I was there when Newt Gingrich gaveled in the first conservative Congress in my lifetime. Right. On January wow. the 3rd or whatever, 1995, at 10 a.m. And I was there at quarter to three the next morning when he gaveled the first day I think day these out. guys were just being born. Or were you yeah, born? they weren't even born. <laughs> Probably weren't even born. And so during the day, I've got time, right? And so I'm... I'm just walking around. This is before 9-11s. So you could walk around the Capitol. You could walk up the steps. You can walk right. in. It just, it wasn't a big deal, yeah. right? And so I'm walking around, and there's a Capitol tour person. They're just in the rotunda. And outside the rotunda, now they've goofed it all up. They've put statues everywhere. Um, there was a, a statue, and at the bottom it just said Muhlenberg. Hmm, okay, Muhlenberg. Well, that doesn't tell me much. But he's got that patriot stud look. You know, they kind of put their hand on the front and, yeah. And, and, but the, the, the statue's magnificent because there's a cloak around his arms. So I said, hey, uh, tour guide, Capitol Police person, what's the cloak about? And the guy said, it was cold that day. <laughs> now, there, now there's heavy information. <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate your help. <laughs> so it made me curious. All I knew was every state gets two statues. Right, right. Muhlenberg's there for Pennsylvania. The other person from Pennsylvania is Benjamin Franklin. So I immediately know Muhlenberg is awesome, but I don't know anything about him. So I go study him. Muhlenberg, John Peter Gabriel Muhlenberg, was a pastor, which I guess is why they want to tell this story, because we pastors can't be involved in politics, Pastor Creed. You know that. Yeah. And so that's total sarcasm. We're on radio. So, <laughs> um, so Muhlenberg was a pastor in a little town called Woodstock, Virginia, which is west of D.C., out 66, and he pastored two churches, a German-speaking Lutheran church, and an English-speaking Episcopalian church, which is very impressive for those of us who haven't even mastered the American language. But he's also in the state legislature in Williamsburg, Virginia. And sure enough, when the statue was what it was mimicking, it was cold. It was January 21st, 1776. 
Muhlenberg's in Woodstock, I mean in Williamsburg in the state legislature, and they're meeting because war is coming. Right. His brother is Frederick Augustus Muhlenberg. He's a pastor in New York City, but he's a pacifist. Oh, King Schmorge, King George, go along to get along. Don't mm. worry about it. John Peter Gabriel said, they're going to burn your Bibles. They're going to burn your pews in the streets. You're going to agree with me. So John Peter Gabriel is in Williamsburg, rides all the way across the state to Woodstock. That's probably, what, a four-and-a-half-hour, five-hour drive? Yeah, That's quite a, a horseback yeah, ride. It's a waste. So on Sunday morning, he pre- on January 21st, he preaches these two services. Now, these are the days of uh, elevated pulpits. So he climbs down. He undoes the clasp on his clerical robe, which is the robe that fell to his arms, and he's dressed as a colonel in George Washington's militia. He's preaching from Ecclesiastes 3. And he says, in the language of the Holy Writ, there's a time for everything. There's a time to preach and a time to pray, but that time has now passed away. Now's a time to fight. He's dressed wow. as a, a colonel in George Washington's militia. He marched out the back of the church. 300 men follow him. Men, not males, not boys, not whiners, weenies, and wimps like we see today. Men followed him out the back of the church. And they become the 8th Virginia Brigade. They follow Washington for seven and a half years throughout the war. They get their tails kicked all up and down the East Coast. But John Peter Gabriel, he distinguished himself in battle at Brandywine, at Trenton. They wintered at Valley Forge and at Marstown. Yep. But when you go in that rotunda over there on the picture of Cornwallis's surrender, you know, when Cornwallis was too much of a, a whiner to go out there and give up his sword, he sent a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. So Washington did the same thing. The fourth guy on horseback from the right is a guy named the Major General the Reverend Major General John Peter Gabriel Muhlenberg. Now, that's wow. cool. He now, was one what? of 13 Major Generals Washington ever had. And I relate to this guy because he's just a guy who got fed up. And but said, his brother found I'm, I'm, I'm you're fixing getting it to that. So I'm getting there. If you get to go to the cloakroom behind the House of Representatives chamber, you got to have a member to take it. I've been yep. in there. And you, yep. you go in there, and on the wall is a, the portrayal of, of the first Constitution. And the Constitution is only signed by one person who was the Speaker of the House. Frederick Augustus Muhlenberg, John Peter Gabriel Muhlenberg's brother, who did have his Bibles and pews burned in the streets and did get involved in the Patriot cause and went on to be one of the leaders in the early Constitutional Convention. But I guess it goes to show you that story is so powerful and potent. People are like, oh, you know, that's history. It's not for today. But there's a truth truth to that, though, for people that, that you might think that is that is just because you don't get engaged does you know and you ignore someone else doesn't mean that they're going to ignore you that's right just because we sit in our homes yeah and in our churches and we don't care what happens around the world outside we may ignore the world but the world's not ignoring us it tells me too god doesn't need me and you because somebody's gonna step up Somebody's going to respond yeah. to the call in obedience. And I don't know, of all the statues over there, and I love the stories better than how high the building is and what year it was burned, and I'm, those things are important, but the stories yes. are the rich history that we're not teaching our kids enough now. Because I think everybody can relate to a Muhlenberg. He's just a guy. He's doing his deal. He's doing his deal with all he's got. He gets in the legislature. He's pastoring two churches, and that's still not enough. He feels called to serve God by going and fighting for the na- new nation. Wow. Well, just gives me goosebumps. That's amazing. Well, it just goes to show you also that uh, you know, God may put us on a track. That's right. But we should, God should always, in a, in a sense, we should always be serving God to him. He can move us in a different direction if right. he wants to. 
wow, somebody has to step up. Maybe that somebody is you today. Thank you for listening. Be sure to listen each week and find hope from history. Don't forget, we've got that History Makers full interview coming out on Monday. Subscribe, share, consider partnering with us in prayer.